hear this story and you'll also be gaining knowledge when you listen to it on how to do these things. I realized that like my concern was really just what people were going to think of my decision and oh my god she's crazy what is she doing she's not you know she's supposed to be pursuing a career this is when she's supposed to be finding a job and I that doesn't appeal to me that never appealed to me. Play a major role in spreading I was just embarrassed. I felt like I couldn't do it, like I'd already failed. I had no idea what I was doing. What did I get myself into? What was I thinking? Our history of humanity really revolves around great people. And that's that's all we know about. And why is that? It's because the insignificant people weren't important enough that somebody would take the time to document Hello everyone, my name is Kaylin Otto and you're listening to The Unruly Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today and if you're looking for an inspiring travel tale that's going to make you want to grab your backpack and stick your thumb out and hit the road or you're looking for something that's going to make you giggle till your belly hurts or cry like so many of these episodes have made me do, this is not that episode. Uh, Today I sit down with Carly from Consciously Clueless and we're taking on a new subject that I've never really talked about here before. We're sharing what it's like to be people who share their lives on the internet because this is a relatively new thing and what it's like to be people who truly want to help you have a more eco-conscious existence while we need to make money off of what we make and what we put out there and sometimes we put things out there and get you to buy things that turn out to be bad for you or bad for the planet so how do we exist in this really weird strange space so if you are a creator yourself i think that you will relate to what we're saying and if you are someone who consumes social media I think that this will bring you a lot of insight and maybe some more understanding of what it's like to be on the other end. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this special podcast episode. My name is Kaylin Otto from the Unruly Podcast. Hi, everybody. My name is Carly Jean Puck. I am the host of Consciously Clueless. And on that podcast, Along with my content creation and coaching, I show people how you can live a lifestyle that makes you healthier and happier and also does those things for the planet. So a lot of talk about sustainability and mindfulness, plants, and all of the above. So also really excited to get into this. Okay, Carly. So my question for you today is, it might be a harder one. So if you had to rebrand you couldn't consciously clueless what would you call your uh all the things that you've created the podcast the blog what is another name that you feel like would really encapsulate all of that damn (laughs) that's a question that's a that's a real that's a big question I'm going to start to pretend to have Zoom connection issues. Uh, ooh, uh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay. So if I had to rebrand, I couldn't be consciously clueless anymore. Mm-hmm. I think, well, one, I love the, I love a good alliteration and I love the name consciously clueless, uh, but I have learned this is tangential, but I'll get to your question. I promise. But I have learned that I'm too far into marketing to go anywhere at this point. But right. you know, spelling consciously is an interesting one for people. <laughs> I did not think about an easy word to type into Instagram. They're like, "But how do you spell that?" I'm like, "Oh no." Uh, but it is what it is. So hopefully, I've helped people learn how to spell that word a little bit in the world. Yes, um, it's a toughie. I think if I had to rebrand my first thoughts kind of go to the word sustainability or something but maybe the word imperfect or Mm -hmm. um kind of something that 
shows that you're in the middle of the journey, which is kind of what Consciously Clueless does in a different way. But I think something really highlighting that, I th- a big thing I've talked about more and more and learned more and more in my personal life is just this kind of being a recovering perfectionist and yeah. realizing that you can't be perfectly vegan, perfectly sustainable, perfectly anything in a world that's not set up to be. Mm-hmm. And and reminding people of that. So I think it would be something maybe at least right now, you know, imperfect conscious living or something that would really stamp the idea of you can do this and you're not going to do it right. 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 And that's okay. That's beautiful. That's what I want. Like the essence of what you're, what you're doing is when you have to strip away the words that you've already relied on. Right. Um, now I'm like, do but- I need a rebrand? <laughs> Wait a sec. <laughs> Throw you into a crisis with this question. I know. I'm like, get off of this call. And I'm like writing notes. I'm like, what is my business? <laughs> oh my God. Hopefully your um, brand, you know, like this song by, oh God, who's saying that Gwen Stefani, where it's like this shit is bananas b b a n a n a s okay we should probably sing more it's a copyright yeah how i learned how to spell bananas maybe that's what your blog is doing teaching people how to spell yes or like fergie's glamorous exactly oh hey like i feel like a lot of like high school boys could spell glamorous really easily because they were secretly listening to fergie 100 percent. that's what Mm -hmm. you're doing a public service to the people all right i'll stay i'll stay thank you for calming my anxiety about my brand we're staying consciously carly and consciously (laughs) clueless for now um speaking of consciously clueless if i have to put you on the spot a bit the Mm -hmm. idea that's actually a perfect segue the idea of this podcast name came from me realizing some days you have it all figured out and some days you're like just kidding. I know nothing. Mm-hmm. And so if you had to put yourself from clueless to conscious eyes at a spectrum, where would you place mm. yourself today in this moment? Today in this moment, um, I would put myself like right in the middle and shift a little bit to conscious. Uh, All right. Yeah, like, because that's, that's the thing. It's, it's always a journey. And it's like when someone will ask me, like, how much Spanish do you speak? Sometimes I feel fluent. I feel like, oh, my God, I finally Mm. got it. Like, I got the language. I understand what's happening. And then the next day I enter, um, like, a new part of the country where they speak differently or someone older who speaks completely differently with different slang. And I'm like... I know nothing. And so yeah. that's how I feel on this scale so many times is that like, I'm like, okay, I- I'm doing all of this and that's great. And I've learned so much. And then all of a sudden I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm, I'm back. To that's such a good I analogy where people can feel that where it's palpable, right? Where you're in some situations and you're like, I'm crushing. And then yes. you're in other ones and you're like, I'm a fool. <laughs> I don't know anything. Crushed. Yeah, I am <laughs> yeah. being crushed. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. a really great answer and a really great analogy. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for asking that question because it is, it's such a big thing where people are like, sustainability, only these people can do it and they can only do it in this way. Totally. And it's I like, thought that. Yeah, it's like chill, bro. Like everyone can do it in a different way, and mm-hmm. it's been done since the beginning of time. Before right, this, this like, isn't new. Yeah, before this, it's a return. Exactly, it's a, it's all of that. So I really appreciate you like asking that question. Yeah, I appreciate you answering it. So should we start with the whole reason we forged a online friendship, which I love finding yeah. <laughs> people that yeah. I really truly do. Cause you know, we all know if we're creating content that uh, social media can be a garbage dumpster fire. And yeah. yes. at the same time, it is like the most beautiful fun thing because I feel like I've made the coolest connections with people that I genuinely stay in touch with that mm-hmm. think similarly to me or have these interests that maybe wouldn't be immediately around me. And that is 
you as well. I've like instantly the first time we talked, I was like, we're old pals. Exactly. It's like, I, even if I haven't met you in person, you live in my brain as like yeah. a real friend, a real person. And that makes me feel better interacting with the world on an everyday basis. A hundred percent. So our kind of origin story would be both having done some affiliate work with Inks, which was originally She Thinks, if people remember from a couple of years ago, and then went to Thinks, which was the period proof underwear. And then they extended out to a, a clothing line. And yeah, where do we where do we start with this topic? Maybe we could talk about like why we were interested in this in the first place. Mm. Because I mean, for me, it's like trying to live more consciously, but also trying to be comfortable at the same time. Because some mm -hmm. people think to live more eco-friendly, um, eco-minded, you are going to be uncomfortable. Yes. Everything's going to be, be miserable. Yes. And I feel like Thinks made a product, or which I'm sure people made before them. It was just the first time I had heard about it, where it's like, I can free bleed. And mm -hmm. it's not me free bleeding, like with my period in like old underwear anymore or having to put a towel down underneath. It's like, I can wear really comfy underwear yep. and uh, rewash them, reuse them, comfortable, more sustainable. And I'm not going to have to buy uh, pads and tampons that are going to go in the trash every single month. So yep. for me, I was like, incredible, genius, great idea. Mm -hmm have have to have this and I and I still believe that it is such a great I, great idea and I still use them which we can talk about but that's what pulled me in what kind of pulled you into the period underwear world <laughs> yeah yeah I had a friend who had used them for a while because she had the opposite of me she has really light periods so like mm. even tampons and stuff were like uncomfortable but she was like oh this idea of being able to wear underwear and that they're comfortable, that's great. And so she had told me about them. And I was like, well, that is also great for me, which I'm the opposite. So like I have, when that, depending, that's a whole, literally another episode that I just did about my endometriosis and hormones and blah, 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 blah. Right. But um, because of that, I like can bleed really heavy or I can have spotting or it just can be like a fun surprise. And yeah. so <laughs> I never know what you're going to get. Yeah. It's like, yay. Um, so it was a nice option to wear either as a backup, like to have a comfortable backup that I'm like, I don't have to put a cup in if I, but I am worried I'm getting my period or I'm spotting. So it was just a, a comfortable and more eco-conscious way for me to deal with my period because mm -hmm. I was using, you know, like cotton organic pads, but it doesn't really matter when they're being, you know, crumpled up with uh, the plastic on the back and being put in the garbage. Like it's better for you, you to have nice right. things against you. Um, <laughs> I imagine, but that is not that much of a better option. I realized too. Right. So it just kind of was a good, like, you know, like you, it was like, I can be comfortable and mm. I can create less waste with this thing I'm going to deal with every month. Right. It's not like you have a choice that right. you can be like, oh, let me just opt out of this. Yeah. And I think the other thing that was appealing is that right when I was getting into them more and more, I had started the podcast this was in 2020. And I was like, I wonder if I should start trying to talk to brands. I had no idea what I was doing, but mm -hmm. thinks was kind of advertising their affiliate program. Like, I think it was a thing they were more, I don't know if you remember this too, like more actively talking about. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, this seems like a good fit. Like I, it's an eco-conscious way to think about your period. It's comfortable. They have a, a program and I could talk about it on the podcast. So it all kind of just like felt, uh, right and timing in that way as well yeah and and that's how I felt too like I was just getting into the world of like realizing I put so much time and effort into my blog and don't make money <laughs> off it which is is fine because it is a labor of love but like you get to the point sometimes where you want to um and for me I felt like it was which is it sounds silly to me now because I feel like there's been like this boost 
forward where you're talking about your period at least where I live in this culture has been way Mm -hmm. more normalized but even Mm -hmm. like a year ago it seemed like they were one of the brands that were actually talking about bleeding true without being like oh I'm so sorry we're gonna bring up this issue they were just like bleeding or their commercials were like a girl in white pants on a horse and yeah. was like, you can do anything. Exactly. Um, they were like, yeah, this is it was more realistic. Yeah. Right. That's and a good point. Different body sizes too. So I was like, yeah. The whole I- thing was about ending stigma. That was like one of their big, I think, platforms, which was appealing. Right. Which, which is amazing because I feel like they've done a lot mm-hmm. of great work in that way um so I felt the same too and I was like and honestly before I even saw their affiliate program I was telling people I was like did yeah you know that this is an invention because I didn't same I should also get affiliate like back paid affiliate for how many people I've told about the diva cup I was same. like did y'all know you can use a cup up there same yeah <gasps> oh my god so so we were both using them mm-hmm. and we were both sharing about them. And then this lawsuit comes out against them. <laughs> and do you want to talk about like what it was or what your thoughts were when you first heard about it? Yeah. So the lawsuit was that there were chemicals in the underwear, basically that they had claimed um, they were, organic and chemical free and there had been tests done that that wasn't true so it's pfas Mm -hmm. and and i'm looking right now an antimicrobial microbial wow i can i have my masters everybody an antimicrobial (laughs) agent made of silver and copper to diffuse order uh so it was just some things that they had claimed weren't there Mm -hmm. and they had to settle And when I first saw this, there had been allegations of this in the past that didn't get a lot of press, I would say. And so a couple times, Thinks would address that in these meetups they had for affiliates, like those Zoom calls and stuff like, oh, there was an article. Here's what you tell people if anyone asks about our products. They are free of this. There was kind of a little statement that they gave Like if someone asks, yeah, we're good. Um, I hadn't really given much thought. I kind of will admit that I just kind of blindly trusted. I was like, okay, well, I'm sure they're right. I don't, I didn't really want to deal with thinking about it if I'm being honest, which now I would more. Um, Mm -hmm. But then the settlement, I would say was a bit more like, oh, that's real. (laughs) Like that's, (laughs) that's a real thing. That's not to be ignored. And Mm -hmm. I was um, a little overwhelmed at first because it was a bit of the first experience of being like, oh, shit, have I done damage for people? I've promoted this. I've talked about it. And now I have to kind of backpedal or which I don't think that in the same way now. But this is kind of my initial thought of Mm -hmm. of being like, I I did you wrong. You know, we see those posts people have to make on social media. Like, I'm sorry, but. Um, and I was just thinking how I was going to handle that. And I felt bad. I felt like maybe what if I pushed something that could harm people? And then that made me think about other people I work with. Yeah, it was, it was just an interesting, um, interesting thing to be confronted with. And I will admit probably really good for me to be confronted with. Um, to have to think a little bit more rec- critically and and be reminded of, you know, the potential power you have when you talk about stuff online. That was a little long winded. Sorry. No, that, I mean, that's perfect. That's what I wanted to <laughs> wanted to know how you were feeling, because it, it made me think about that, too, because I don't know when you have vlogs like us that we don't have like millions of followers. Sometimes I feel like oh, I'm not really doing much. I'm not really Mm. reaching that many people. But then something like this happens and I'm like, oh, people did, were influenced by me. They did listen to me and they Mm -hmm. spent their money, which for me, I think so critically about how I spend my money. Um, I'm like, they spent their money because I promoted this. So that means that A, they trust me 
be there, like listening to what I have to say and see mm-hmm. they will take action on that. So I realized that too. I was like, oh, <laughs> I, I, I do have some sway, you know, yeah. this platform. Um, but I, I felt the same too. At first I was like, I didn't want to think about it. And I was like, oh God, but like they have the label on there and they have this tested by a third party and all the things that they had sent out to us. Yeah. Um, but then when the lawsuit hit, I was like, oh, this is a real thing. And it's hard yeah. to know because one, there's this brand that you, I'm not one who I'm like, I love businesses and brands. I'm always like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Y'all are trying to make money, you know? So right, of course. The the day, that's your number one. It's not, I never like love a brand unless it's like my friend made it and it's just right. Them. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, yeah. I'm not one of those people where it's like brand loyalty like that. Um, but I just think they, just because they were so straightforward about periods and trying to destigmatize right. everything that I was like, yeah, they're very honest. And so why would they lie now? I guess is what I is what I was thinking. Mhm. Mhm. Totally. And I think that for me I decided, you know, you and I had been chatting. I decided to take it off of my website where I have affiliate links. Mm-hmm. And I stopped posting about it about thanks on social media and which was it was fun to to have to not have to, but to get to post intentionally about period underwear and yeah you know um not that I won't again but it just was a little motivation um Mm -hmm. so I stopped doing that and I think that I I won't work with them I guess like moving forward I I don't think there's a right or wrong answer in this world like we talked earlier like you can't be perfect in a world that isn't set up to be perfect mm-hmm. um but i i won't move forward working with them given the things i stand for in terms of you know taking care of our bodies holistically and not having those things um in your body or near your body if you can help it and just the lack of transparency i think right is maybe a question but i also am going to use all of those Thanks underwear that I have, which is quite a few. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I'm going to use them in, until I can't anymore, you know, until they've kind of uh, lost their life, which takes a while. Mm-hmm. And that's a personal choice I'm making. I can see how people would maybe not want to use them anymore. Mm-hmm. But for me, I also am realizing that I've used them already. Mm-hmm. I own them. I know I'm exposed to chemicals in other ways. I'm not someone who is, you know, 110% chemical free. I'm realistic in the sense that I know there are other ways I'm being exposed to things that I'm not even sure of, or, you know, some of the bug spray I've had to douse myself in to not die working in the woods or whatever else it is, (laughs) you know, like I'm realistic about that. Um, But I will still use them because we talked about this a little bit too. It's like, I ha- I was torn, you know, I was like, well, I don't want to create more waste because that's mm-hmm. completely antithetical to one of the reasons I talked about them in the first place. I can't throw away probably a dozen pair of underwear. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have the bike shorts and the sleep shorts. Mm. And I was like, no, oh, I love them. Same. Uh, and the sleep shorts can't be beat. They're so <laughs> soft. And I'm like, this is, they're perfectly good condition. So that's, goes against what I believe in and creating unnecessary waste. So that's kind of where I've landed. I totally understand if people land at a different spot, if they used and own things underwear, where did you kind yeah. of land on that? That's, that's how I felt too. Like I totally understand too, if people d- don't feel comfortable um, using them, but I felt the same way. And I was, I did research for a while to see like, after so many washes, do the chemicals come out, which that's not good, right? Because then they're like flowing into the water. <laughs> in the like, water. <laughs> but I had read, I think after like, it was like seven to 12 washes that whatever chemicals and then may have come out or at least. I'm definitely past that. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, wow, I have used these so many times. So yeah, I, I felt the same as you. And I guess going forward, it taught me like, 
working with brands not to, I wasn't just going into it, not being critical, right? Before I started mm-hmm. working with them, I looked them up. I looked up their labor practices, chemicals, Same. all of these things. Are they vegan? Um, mm-hmm. Who makes them? How much do those people get made? Where are they shipping from? These were already mm-hmm. questions that I was asking that I know you were already asking. Yeah. And I still got, I still got fooled. Um <laughs> Because you want to believe, right? Like you want to believe there are companies that like, look, we're in late stage capitalism. And like you said, like these people want to make money. That's no secret. You and I want to make money. Like that's, that's, that's fine. That's not a bad thing. Um, But because of where we're at, there is so much corruption and so much bullshit in that within that system that I think you and I seem like people who are like well we want to believe there are these good people doing it differently <laughs> and so when you find them you don't you want to be like no yeah exactly. <laughs> oh I was rooting for you I believed in you yeah so how how are you going to navigate this going forward and how do you navigate that like having your blog having your platform wanting to get paid like monetarily for some of the mm-hmm. work that you do because it supports you it helps you keep going how do you figure this out going forward with new brands uh with maybe brands that you already had did that make you like think about that what's yeah what's what's your take yeah so starting with brands that i already had this was there was like a trifecta for me uh this thinks scandal happened Mm-hmm. And then did you hear about BetterHelp? Uh-uh. So BetterHelp is also a brand I've worked with just because I thought it's great to promote, you know, affordable, accessible um, mental health services. Mm-hmm. And I had had people in my life that had used it. I work with someone locally just because I started working with them during like an intense breakdown and I'm not ready to train in a new therapist. So, right. <laughs> um, but if I started traveling more again, I would, you know, I would use a service like that. Yeah. Um, and then it came out that they had sold some in the client information for like Facebook ads. Oh, um, which is not the first company to do this. You know, Facebook's done this shit with mm-hmm. our stuff in the last few years. So I had a couple people message me, I had just had a BetterHelp video come out um, being like, did you know that this is happening? And I, I didn't. And yeah. um, so I had to look into that. I've paused on that. I'm not even sure where I stand because they've, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm talking, I'm like, this is real time. I'm figuring this out. Like right. they've, they've made their amends. They're still providing services. What do I do? do with that I'm still not sure I've Mm -hmm. paused in posting about them but then I also take cues from you know bigger podcasters that I really respect in the space um like the try guys Mm -hmm. and they are still using better help as a sponsor and I'm like I don't know it's just interesting so I'm not even sure where I stand on that one um Mm -hmm. I still I think I still have it on my website but I haven't been putting their ads into my podcast and a question um, for you, because I was yeah. just thinking, like, I did this with things where I, when I learned about that information, I shared it to my story and stuff. I was like, yep. hey, y'all, I know you have bought this from me. I don't know what's going on with them, but, like, here's the information. And I'm sorry if I've led you astray. Like, I did my best to vet this. But here's what you need to know now. So, like, make your own decision. So is that something that you do, too, when you realize, like, oh, (laughs) this isn't good. I haven't approached it in that way yet because I really was trying to figure out what I was going to do and how to communicate that. I think that's the right, like what you said is the right choice. Um, And after this, I plan to do like a post or two and some stories around this episode, just being like, this episode is, we're getting so transparent on how this stuff works. And we talk about something that I didn't totally bring up yet. I think I did share maybe a story to like, this is happening with thinks I'm learning more. I think maybe just like a headline or something. Um, So I'm going to probably do that with better help. And I actually just might ask, like, I'm curious what you all think. Um, Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll make my own decision, but do you think I should stop working with them? 
Yeah, um, right. Because those are the know? people who are like supporting you if they do buy things and, and yeah, watching your content. So that's like who you need to hear from. Yeah. So I think I am going to do that. So then that happened. And then one brand that I was kind of iffy about from the beginning that I've worked with is Mint Mobile. Mm, and yeah, the only okay. the only reason I did it is because I've used it for gosh, five years now and genuinely loved their service. And their whole shtick was saying like F you to big mobile yeah, and doing your own thing. And I was like, well, if it's something I actually believe in, like, yeah. I don't know, I might as well share that. Like, this is an option for you. If you travel, if you do whatever that they have good service, I live in the woods. So the fact that I have service means it's good. Um, so I had worked with them just as kind of like, I didn't really post about them on social media, more just as podcast ads. Mm. Um, and then they were just bought by T-Mobile. Oh, see, I, I didn't even know that because I'm also a fan and I was thinking maybe I should reach out to them and try to work with them. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I still have, like, I'm still set up with them. They still have the program set up because they're just right. kind of like putting it under the umbrella, you know, yeah. but now I'm like, is it still the same thing though? And I will be honest with you, no, no shade to mint because I love you and personally tell people about mint. No one has used my code. Mm. And that's one of the other reasons I was kind of like, okay, with letting the ads drop from my podcast, because I think it's something, a phone thing is weird. People need, are either like on their parents' plan still or... They're like, I don't want to switch because that's too much work. I've been with Verizon for 24 years yeah. or like whatever it is. So I get it. Um, but it was like a boom, boom, boom of me having to be like, oh, no, this is like this is the potential, right? With attaching yeah. your name to anything. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's the kind of like current landscape. And in terms of what I will do moving forward, I think be more and more transparent. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think that realistically, I would love to come up with a different model, but we are operating within late stage capitalism to mm-hmm. try and fuck with late stage capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, I, by the time this comes out, it, the episode will have come out, but when we're recording this tomorrow, um, an episode with Plain Products, which I use and promote, which is the sustainable return your bottle of shampoo conditioner and you get a new one circular system. Uh, their CEO will be on the podcast and she's oh. a badass and super cool. And I like working with them because they're trying to do something different within the system we have, mm-hmm. you know, and that's where I think it starts. Like there's this, this anarchist sense of me that's like burn it down and start over, of course, Mm -hmm. because it's all such bullshit. But at the same time, if that's not, if if that's not the strategy yet, Mm -hmm. um, we need to find ways to do it differently with what we've got. And so if I can support brands like that, that are like, no, let's use less plastic and less chemicals and have a like Netflix style circular system early Netflix Netflix yeah. style where you turn things in the mail and they get used for someone else. Mm-hmm. You know, that's cool. Um, so I will continue as of right now to work with people that I think can do things differently. And it's just practicality, right? Sh- shopping and buying things won't save the climate crisis, but mm-hmm. I still need shampoo. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like this Literally. place of like, So, yeah, I understand that I'm talking about, like, fuck the system and it's ruining the earth and ourselves. And then I'm like, buy this. So I I get that sometimes it doesn't make sense, but it's kind of like for me right now in this moment, maybe we'll both listen to this in a year and we'll be like, oh, my gosh, we were so young. You know, who knows? Who knows? (laughs) But for me right now, I think it's the best I can do in terms of making this lucrative enough for me to help people and help people learn and also support yourself support myself and do the best I think we can do and that is sometimes 
buying things, you know, my mm-hmm. living sustainably, I think should start with buying less, but you still need some stuff. And yeah. when you need those things, maybe I can point you in the best direction we have right now. Yeah. The best direction that we have right now. I think that is huge because I am in so many ways, like there's like within the animal rights movement, it's like abolitionist versus welfare. Oh my gosh. You know what I mean? There's always in, in so many, and in my life, it's, it's that same thing when I'm trying to be more sustainable and in some, in my heart of hearts and in my heart, like that people, it's on my sleeve. It's like, burn it down, like Mm. screw all of this. But then it's like, there are everyday needs and you are stuck in the system. How can you keep that burning in your heart and do that when you can? And then at the same time, do the best with what you have, which is what I also feel (sighs) like I'm trying to do with my blog. It's like, I'm going to share like all of the radical, like in Mm -hmm, quotes, radical mm -hmm. beliefs that I have. And like when I made a post about the thinks underwear, I think for one of the first times, Oh God, which was embarrassing looking at my graphics back then. It's fine though. Oh, um, I hate scrolling back on my Instagram. <laughs> it's I'm like torture. I'm like, oh my God. Even some of my podcast episodes are like, oh my God. Um, but it's like, I was like, here is the things underwear. And also you can take old underwear that you have or old sweatpants or whatever. You can free bleed in those and you can wash those and do, and they'll be stained, but you do it again and again. And then I even had like um, a bidet, a portable bidet that I was working with the company to give some away at Vegan Fest. Oh, cool. And I was like, here's this thing, this portable one that's like well made, but you can take a uh, old soap bottle like you would oh, like a squirt yeah. bottle and you can use that as a bidet. And it works almost the same. Right. Actually. Right. And it's it's you're not buying something new. You're actually using what you already have. So for me, it's trying to be like, if, if you are going to buy something, because some people just are, and sometimes I'm that person too, um, but some people just are not, they would never use an old soap bottle to right. be a bidet. Right. They would never free bleed in an old pair of underwear, like never. Then I'm like, here is the best option that I can provide you with. But if you, yeah. but if you are the person who would do that, please like use what you already have. And sometimes for me, it's a combination of both, um, you know, going back and forth between the two. But it's, a, it's this whole idea of like meeting people where they're at. You yes. know, it's like when I first I've talked about this at, on the podcast at nauseum, everyone's like about to roll their eyes. But <laughs> I went through that angry vegan phase, right, where I was just like, everyone listen to me. Yeah. I know what you should do and how you should live and how you'll be healthier and why it's the best thing for the planet. And if you're not doing it, you're silly. Mm-hmm. And apparently that approach is not cute um, and does not <laughs> uh go well because that's not what that's not what I want to hear that's not what I listen to right like somebody Mm -hmm. tells me to do something I'm going to do the opposite just to be a jerk right like just because so it's um it's a kind of a duh but I had to realize that that's just like not how it works you do meet people where they're at because Mm -hmm. then they're more likely to go much further if on their own on their own if it's their their decision so it's like let's meet individuals where we're at but then let's force corporations to do better I think that's where I'm at yeah exactly let's like we can't force individuals it's not their fault so let's like meet the individuals where we're at and making change and then let's say like f you to the bigger things that we can be like no 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 you have to change now Right, right. I always am thinking in this in terms of like veganism too, because it's so closely tied in. It's like, I still say F you to all of the farms. I will take an animal off your farm. No problem. It's not stealing. It's liberating. I will do many things Mm -hmm. and not feel an ounce of remorse. But then when I meet someone during outreach, who's like, I can't give up cheese. I'm not like, you should be going on the farm. You piece of shit. Yeah. (laughs) Can you imagine? It's like, here's a replacement. Here, can you start doing this? Let me know how that goes for you. Yes. Yes. Because if I'm just like, you're a terrible person, this is what should be happening. Um, They're going to go sad, eat some cheese. (laughs) Exactly. They're going to sad, eat cheese. 
And then they're going, if they feel forced into it, like I've seen this when someone's dating someone and they really want them to be vegan. It's Mm. like their partner's like forced into it to make their partner happy, but then they break up and they're not vegan anymore. And it's like, if they can come to it on their own terms and stick with it. And I'm not saying that like, it's still not saying that the issue is not an issue because animals are being tortured and mutilated and all of these things. Yep. Um, But it's still like, like how are we going to do this long term it's just so it's just so many layers and then when you are in a position where you can influence people which is basically everyone right now it's just been taken to the internet um right where you can have this platform where all of a sudden you can reach a thousand people in a day um i think we do have to think critically about that and and strategize like Mm-hmm. What is sustainable for me long term? How am I like how am I screwing with the system while also supporting myself while also like actually helping people? And that, right. that can be a hard thing to figure out sometimes. Yeah, it it really is. I mean, it's like a daily thing when you know I try and plan my content for the internet weekly. <laughs> and <laughs> You know, I have little notes next to my desk that are kind of like my pillars, like, okay, eco living, mindfulness. Mm-hmm. And I try and, and, and post about all those different things. And sometimes I look at a post and I'm just like, what am I doing? You know, like mm-hmm. this imposter syndrome, kind of like, who am I? Why do people care? Is this doing anything? Mm-hmm. Um, that's like totally a thing when you're trying to tell people like, we got to do better. We're dying. Yeah. You know, you're like, yeah. is this, is this coming across that way? Is this making my message heard? Is this trivializing? Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's a lot. It's a daily thing to figure out how to do this well. Yeah. That's, and, and while also staying true to you and like, yeah. Also, if you're experiencing anger or grief or any of these feelings that people think are messy or like you shouldn't be Mm. expressing online while also honoring yourself and being able to express that you know because you don't want to like wash over who you are and how you're actually feeling Um, right so I think that's another part of it too that sometimes can be hard to figure out like with messaging and how you're doing it and how that's received because we're walking this weird line where like people are following you because they want to hear from you. Um, mm. But they're expecting the certain tone out of you once they think they knew you through this online world. And then sometimes I'm just hit with waves of grief and waves of rage. And, uh, and I want to express that. And I want that to be like, I'm a real person. I, you watch me on the internet, but I'm like a real human. And I feel this and this is valid. And here's why I feel it. Um, while also still having people listen, you know, yeah, and not just be turned off when you have an end goal. So it's just, God, it's, it's so weird. It like messes with it's my weird. mind to like have the internet and the reach people. And it's, it's, it's like, it hasn't been done before. Like we are the yep. testers of this and who knows what it's going to do to like our mental health. <laughs> yeah. We'll be line. talking about this in therapy in a few years for sure. Yeah, exactly. We'll be listening back to this podcast episode. I'll be like, I should have signed up for that service. Carly was talking about. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's like funny, but not but funny. Oh, oh, man. What advice would you give to someone who is coming into this internet space newly? They're starting a blog. They're starting a mm. podcast. They're going to be approached by brands. They're going to approach brands. With what you've learned so far, how would you guide them to make ethical choices that feel good for them, but are also supportive for them? That's a really great question. I think immediately, even before you respond to anyone, unless it's like a huge brand that you already know and love and mm-hmm. feel comfortable with, even before responding to them, do some research on your own. Mm-hmm. And like the things you said earlier in the episode, looking at their labor practices, looking at their um, you know, commitment to sustainability, 
looking at the things that we've talked about that we, you know, in a perfect world with, if you have privilege to be conscious of these things when making purchases, right. To do the research and do that. And, you know, if it aligns with your ethics or whatever, reaching back out to them, but also have some questions, you know, have mm. some questions on the, this is the moral compass of my business. Are we a good fit? Mm-hmm. And given the information I'm giving you now, um, don't be afraid to tell them you're not. I don't know if you've had this experience, but as soon as you start putting things online that you work with brands, you get random shitty like leggings brands or <laughs> yeah. whatever else. And it's or like I got I got tagged the other day. I this has happened a few times now. I don't know like what hashtag I use to get me into this train, but I keep getting tagged in these like you can win a Sheen gift card. And I'm like, does that seem appropriate? That's like the literal opposite. The oh. literal opposite of what I'm trying to do yes. here, people. So it's like, don't be afraid to automatically say this is not a good fit. Have a statement. I have a statement I copy and paste. Mm-hmm. This is not a good fit and doesn't work with the morals of my brand. Mm-hmm. Thanks for reaching out or something. You know, don't be afraid. Don't feel bad, especially if you're new. It mm-hmm. feels like you want to work with brands because there's the potential to make money. You're just like anyone who, please. Exactly. Hello. And I get that. But, you know, don't be afraid to do the research. Don't be afraid to say no early on because it's going to save you in the long run. Mm-hmm. And some of those shitty small brands, you're not going to make a lot anyway. <laughs> like yeah. you're, you know, yeah. you're not, you're not going to make much anyway. So don't be afraid to hold up your morals and do your research and reach out to somebody else that is in the game, right? Like, is there an influencer or someone online that you appreciate does work with brands? You know, reach out and say, is is this something that you've struggled with? Like, some people like to talk about this stuff. Yeah, and I would also add to that that don't be afraid to say, hey, I got tricked uh, or mm, yeah. I didn't do enough research in the beginning or I thought I did and this came up. Don't be afraid to say, I'm sorry um, yep. and like learn from it and, and move forward differently. Totally, totally own up to it and, um, you know, find out how to do better next time. Yeah. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, that was a really good, like, question prompt, but I'm just going to throw this open to you that if there's anything that there hasn't been space for you to share that you're like, if I don't say this on this podcast, I'll kick myself. Is there anything like that? One, One other thing just popped into my head because we didn't talk about the financial side of it, but... Oh, true. (laughs) The last thing that I would say is like when I was first doing it, like getting into trying to make money and working with brands, which I feel like I'm still in that stage. It was that thing. Anyone please validate me that like what I'm Mm. doing is real by sponsoring my podcast or being a sponsor on my blog. Um, And so you tend to just take whatever money you are given, even if it's not a lot for a lot of your time. Um, Yes. And I wouldn't say that I have regrets because I've only worked with a small amount of brands on purpose, but I do have regrets not asking for more when, Mm -hmm. when I put a lot of talent and time and energy into something and people are actually taking my advice. Um, So I think just like remembering your worth, not just by your numbers on social media, not by how many people listen to your podcast or how many people follow you on Instagram. It's like, all of these years of experience in my life are coming together every time it's silly. Yep. But every time I make a silly reel and I'm yep. using like advice that I've learned from traveling all over the world and doing all these really important things like that goes into making that I'm using my life experience, my, footage, my time, my energy. So I think that, yeah, really remembering who you are as a person outside of the weird little social media box and um, being paid accordingly. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. And for people who are like, I don't work with brands. I just consume your content. I think remembering that people in this space, especially when you're talking about like being eco-conscious, there are some people that just work with brands to make money, of course. Um, But you know, in this space, we're trying. (laughs) We're out here. We're out here, right? Like I am getting better and better at 
being open with um, getting it wrong and Mm -hmm. showing that imperfection and just, yeah, keep on trying to support people and brands that you think are doing things differently because that's one of the options we have right now. Yeah. Yep. And, and remembering that, like, even this podcast episode, right, we had to get to know each other. We had to plan it, right? Like a sort of outline. We had to Mm -hmm. take our computers that we've bought with our, like, soul-sucking life force to turn into money to (laughs) record this on. And then we're going to have to edit it. And then we're going to have to share it. And, like, I don't just... I, hours. I feel weird. Yeah, hours. I feel weird saying like I'm an influencer. It's like I'm a writer. I'm an actor. All these different things. But but when you're in the social media space, uh, that's like part of it now. Even if you're not trying to yeah. be an influencer, if you have a platform, you are influencing people. Um, so it's like remembering for listeners how much time and love and mm-hmm. energy goes into this so if you hear an ad and you're like oh my god because i used to do that if i heard it on a podcast i loved i'm like oh my god they're like selling oh totally souls. yeah i'm like fast forward this is terrible yeah yep. now i'm like oh you spent four hours on this episode and then this sponsor said they'll give you eighty dollars and you're like mm-hmm. yes because if not i'm not being paid for my time now i'm like go you you know what I mean yeah. like yes absolutely you get a new appreciation respect. yeah exactly so just uh reminding reminding listeners of that too mm-hmm. and share and like and comment and review and rate and do all the things that help us that we feel uncomfortable sometimes asking for because yeah it feels like you're like free. like me like me but it's yeah. like <laughs> these are free <laughs> things you can do to literally support my business so, right, you know, right. like I've gotten better at that too, just liking and commenting on, on people's posts and being like, this was great or something, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds so trivial, but it's, uh, it's important. It makes a difference. It is important. So if you like something like, like on the physical thing, if you like it in your heart, tell someone, let them yeah. know so that we feel like, God, this is worth it. Like, you right. Know I mean? This is. I'm just not screaming into a void here. Seriously, yeah. So basically, we're just searching for validation. Yeah. So I would, we would both, just kidding. Validate us. Validate us. Make the world a better place by leaving things better than I found it. You know, whether it be people or the planet or, you know, all kinds of things. Isn't there a quote that says, feel fear and do it anyways? Yeah. 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 So I think for us, insignificance. We have to do it ourselves. A lot of people are doing things in their life that they're not completely happy with. Mm-hmm. And they're doing it just because, you know, it's a norm and they feel like they feel pressured by society. Definitely. Or they're just, you know, stuck in this rut. Mm-hmm. And, you know, ruts can be comfortable for people. And they can be very comfortable. Comfort is not how you how you grow as a person.